taking a little trip to Atlanta, and um, the the truest Atlanta Open, uh, a tennis tournament, is happening while I'm there. So I'm just checking out tickets on SeatGeek.com right now, and I'm um, pretty good at the computer, if I say so myself. So you're on SeatGeek looking for some Atlanta Open tickets. Is this like a real tennis match, like a Grand Salami? No, it is not a grand salami, but it's there, there's some real players. It's fun to go. You know, tickets are like a hundred bucks instead of you know a thousand, so mm-hmm. that, that helps. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at fifth row for one oh nine. I mean, that's they're giving it away, TJ. They're giving it away. That's how much do you think Gavin Rosdale has to spend to get front row at Wimbledon with his blazer and aviators on? He's not paying. The celebs ain't paying. Lacoste is hosting. A player is hosting. They ain't paying. Mm-hmm. David Beckham and his and his um, white double-breasted blazer is uh, he's royalty, you know. So it's, it's a freebie. Okay. Well, hey, good news. So um, yeah, what's uh, I just finished playing tennis right now. Just got out of the shower. I don't even. I didn't even have time to get dressed. I just. It was either get dressed or make a smoothie. Here I am. We can't miss the opportunity for protein intake uh, after leaving the court. So I understand, uh, kind of where you're at with that. Yeah, this is full of moon juice, sex dust, layered superfood, <laughs> athletic greens. I'm I'm juiced up, bro. You're layering the powders, bro. That's wild stuff. Mm, I'm. It's yeah. I'm, mm. I'm layering it in kind of a ladder like shape. I can't really support ladder on this podcast. They don't support me. Sure, but just the shape, not not the not the brand, the shape itself. Oh, both, both. Okay, all right. I lo- I lost my appetite for the uh, ladder, the 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 tool and device, as well as the as well as the supplement. LeBron's not a very good player. <laughs> yeah, he's not known. He's not known for his b ball skills. Really, that's like not his thing. He's more known for Space Jam the movie uh, in theaters now. Ugh, could you imagine seeing Space Jam? There's so many adults who are going to see Space Jam, like going to the premiere and shit in the theaters. Well, as as you said, I think uh, Air Max Twitter, you know, that exists for that exists for a reason. And they are the ones that are going to support Space Jam movie in theaters now. Um, Unless you are not even even if you're being paid to go there, it's bad. And I'm and I do bad stuff for money. Unless you have kids that want to go see it. You can't be an adult and go see Space Jam and expect to get your dick sucked. I disagree. I bet there's plenty of fellas pulling down the Truies with the Jordans on, getting <laughs> being getting being, being filleted the, at the AMC 12. Is that what you're at saying? The AMC, at the AMC 12, trying not to laugh when you know Kevin Hart pops on screen. How do you maintain an erection with Kevin Hart on screen? Some people like short fellas, Jason. Yeah, but I mean, he's got that squeaky voice. He's always <laughs> he's always doing yeah. I mean, like I need everything to be in its right place. No Tom York, if I uh, expect to maintain. I, <laughs> I know for you, for Jason to climax, it needs to be it needs to be Bo Burnham special on the TV, low light. Um, oh. Russell Peters coming up next. I know, I know oh. how it is, Jason. I know oh. you kind of set you set like a carousel, so all your favorite stand ups just kind of scroll by on the screen. My penis went back inside my body after all those <laughs> for only you to said. see. For only you to see. Yeah, don't don't worry. I, I wasn't going to mention. I don't care if Bo is goat, Chris. I, it has nothing to do with my sex life. But bro, he can sing and make jokes. It's crazy. <laughs> don't be a hater. Don't be a player hater. <laughs> No, I would never be a player hater. You're, that's uh, your only thing. That is the only no, thing that you are. No, not players. I'm a hater of bad stuff, but I'm not a hater of players. That's, you know, except, of course, um, well, there's probably some players I don't like as far as athletes go. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, sure. But, but that's just but a matter in of... The streets, in, in the streets, like, no, no, all players get a pass from oh, Chris. Thank God. As a, as a retired foot soldier in the play a game it's nice to have your allyship <laughs> you hung up your 17s you know what i mean and i i, I love to see that i love uh, they look a little weird in the rafters they don't look as large you know when they're up that high yeah the depth perception is is gets a little wacky up there um yeah we're gonna go we're gonna go see a movie we're gonna do a movie premiere tonight for the pig the nicholas cage vehicle you excited? Greg? Yeah. So I got a yeah yeah I got a bone to pick with. Oh okay premieres. okay. Hates a red carpet. No no I love a red carpet. Of course I mean you know it's going to be an issue because uh, you know timing etc. But mm. so you you, pl- you you know a mo- a, the shit starts at seven thirty. That's first of all that's dinner time for a normal person. My dinner time is obviously six p.m. But you know what I'm saying. No tell me about it. So what do, what do we do, Jason? Do we, do we have an early bite and then go drive an hour to the west side, or do we go to the after party at Tom Colicchio's restaurant where we can get. Some some 90s food 
it's too risky to to save and wait to eat dinner at Tom Colicchio's Craft because no shots at Craft. I've had some good meals there in 2009. Oh, I'm a I'm a Tom head. We love Tom. Tom Colicchio, he's my dad. Are you <laughs> are you my dad, Tom? No, Tom Tom rules. Love the guy. Great bald king. The the problem is the the dinner party after the movie. It's going to be tray past hors d'oeuvres, little thingies like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not real food. It's, it's gonna not be, real food. It's going to be light bites inspired by the film. Oh, you know the film, but the film is about a man searching for his truffle sniffing dog. Do you think they're going to actually get truffles? They don't. I mean, I don't know if that's in the marketing budget. I think they would have. I think they would have. I think they would have a TJ favorite, and that's the truffle fry. Mm-mm. Yep, yep, and I could see you. I could see you grabbing handfuls of those greasy little sticks and shoving them in your gullet. I, I, I hate a truffle fry. We know truffle fries are stupid. But when I went to the restaurant last, um, when it, the last episode we were talking about the the fish row on the beef tartare. Yes. Thanks to all of our all of my Twitter followers for sending me different photos of foods that don't need fish row. And also, correction: caviar does not count. Caviar is in a different realm. Caviar is also abused, but it's much, much better than than just like a, a standard fish roll. Anyway, that same restaurant, they had truffle fries on the menu. And I was like, is this... I couldn't tell if this was like an earnest addition of truffle fries on the menu, which would be a bad thing. Or if it or, was are, like... Are people doing ironic truffle fry menu additions? That's where my head was hoping it was going, but... It's not where it was going, but in, like, but it inspired me to like come up with a new idea for a restaurant, or at least like a you know some type of f- cooking content. Is just taking all of those bad foods that I don't like and then figuring out a way to make them good. I feel like that's probably possible for you. I mean, I feel like that's a funny. So what 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 else would hit on this menu? Obviously, truffle fries. Would we have a slider? Maybe. No, no, no. I love a slider. I'm trying to. That's that's the other problem is I can't. I can't think of what it. Well, you've blocked these things out because you hate them with such venom. Yeah, I did. I, like, like if I could figure out, I don't know, like the foods of sugarfish. Like, I, I definitely hate sugarfish. Well, there's multiple things in that in that nice little box they they deliver. I know, I know. I have to try to figure out how to capture the spirit. It's not easy. Capture, <laughs> capture the spirit. <laughs> how do you capture the spirit of sugarfish and then apply that to other dishes that you would hate equally? Well, that's a very big. That's a that's a big challenge. It's you know a big ask, but you know, you know, TJ challenge accepted. Dude, would you would you be interested in making maybe like a a um like a, a sugarfish salt, like flavored salt? You know what I mean? You could put on fries, Ugh. or maybe a a a, tr- a, tr- a, a, a sugarfish inspired mayo. Ugh. Yeah, I think a condiment route. Would be it seems like something you would be into because you're a real condiment head. Sugarfish inspired mayo. <laughs> what does that I even mean? mean? <laughs> I, Jason, I don't know. This that's, is it's it's that's mayonnaise that's flavored with fake Aesop soap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, look, we're in the ideation phase, so let's not get too married to anything. But I think we can. You're right. We 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 probably have. Here I go again. In our contract, I think we have three rounds of feedback, so we have a little time to to work this out. And we're going to milk each round. Oh, of course. We pushed it to the fucking limit, Rick Ross voice. Vehemently. Vehemently. Uh, we, speaking of food, we do have a guest today. She has a gluten intolerance. It's Sevilla. She's fucking shredded. And I'm here. Uh, Kirsty God, so you know her uh, as, a, as a master trainer. Big following Instagram. Uh, a Kiwi legend. Probably the only Kiwi I know and like. I don't know if you know a lot of Kiwis. Just Lord. Kirsty and then Lord, because, you know, Lord... The Jack Antonoff thing really turned, rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, obviously their rugby team is hot as fuck. Yeah, that's true. I love those thick guys. Um, but uh, but Kirsty, we I've trained with her a few times at the Undefeated Space here in L.A. Um, and uh, she, uh, Jason, she means business. And today, luckily, she's coming on the show and not charging us a session rate because <laughs> I bet because I, I we can't afford the Kaya Gerber personal training fees. <laughs> you know what I mean? We we're not we're not quite there yet. So she's doing us a favor. And luckily, I'm going to bend her ear for about an hour trying to figure out how to get TJ to lose some weight in, in the most healthy <laughs> way possible. Yeah, don't worry, listeners. All the questions that you want to know that you would ever want to ask a certified super-duper trainer, we won't ask them today. We will ask. No, definitely we were, we're going to instead use that time less wisely and ask her if she <laughs> uh, likes smoking pot and stuff like that. So stay tuned. It's going to be a wild ride. Let's synchronize our Apple Watches. This is going to be considered just kind of a generic cross 
cross training. Yeah, how much? How many calories do you think we'll burn on this podcast by just talking to her for an hour? Oh, 70, 80, easy. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. As as my dad w- would call me, Jaws McFlappin. Um, you, whoa, you whoa, 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 you know. whoa, whoa! Okay, let's go talk to <laughs> let's go talk to Kirstie Godso, and then we need to unpack this new nugget of information that I had no idea about, and it does make a lot of sense. It's a new workout. I'm I'm trying to kind of I'm trying to get my app off the ground. It's just a. It's, you, you, know, you said you said lips McFlappin, Jaws McFlappin, Jaws. Like talking too much. Oh, I understand. I understand. Thank you. <laughs> you it didn't seem like you do, so that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm. That's why I'm trying to get some. Well, clay. the jaw. I mean, I know that you're a bit of a huskier gent in your younger days. You know, the jaw moving back and forth that could be also you know taking down a nice chili dog or something like that, Chris. It's I, not- I'm I'm proud to say uh, with with you, my best friend on the line. I've never eaten a chili dog. That comes as no surprise. The Vegas odds had it zero to five hundred. I've never, I've never had a chili dog. It's fucking disgusting. And I, I watched just quickly. I watched the first episode of that fucking sketch show everybody's talking about. I think you should leave. Yeah, bro. And the first scene where he's eating the hot dog in secret in the meeting, I was fucking crying. That show is funny as fuck. Oh, I'm so glad God you liked damn. the show. I really figured God. you were gonna hate that show. No, it got worse, but that shit was hilarious. Like I was literally crying. Alex was like, "This isn't funny. Why are you laughing?" I'm like, "I'm literally rolling around." It was so funny. By the way, did you notice? Did you notice who was in that sketch? Former guest of of, of how long gone? Whitmer. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. Whitmer's on there. Brandon Wardell's on there. Patty. Okay, well, let's talk to friend of the comedy community, Kirsty Godso. What's up, guys? KG here. I'm the energy level you're bringing to this podcast because Jason's probably on an edible, <laughs> and I'm just tired all the time. But I'm I I really appreciate the high level of energy you're bringing to this to this podcast. Jason, do you feel pumped up already? Just hearing that I'm on an edible, it hasn't kicked in yet, so we've got about 40 minutes or so, and and then it'll be lights out for me. But yeah, let's just milk it while we can. I do like the energy coming off the other side of the Zoom call. God, so how the how the hell are you? Well, honestly, I'm thriving because I saw Chris last night at tennis, you know, so that instantly elevated my mood. Evening tennis. She saw me in my in my you know in my full. I had on a nice green polo. She did not compliment it, uh, but I was <laughs> drenched. I was I was drenched with sweat after uh, I had two sessions yesterday, Kirsty. I didn't I didn't want to. You didn't want to brag. I'm glad that we have her on the line because I know that Chris did. In the morning, he did a strength training session, and then he had a 2 p.m. tennis game followed by a 5 p.m. tennis game. <laughs> do you think this is a little too much, Godso? <laughs> do you think it's okay? What do you think? You know, it's really high maintenance being an athlete like Chris, so I'm really impressed. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> really impressed by his okay, okay. I actually believe you were playing tennis at two with uh, my good friend John Tiet. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. And that was more of a social call. You know, we weren't really we weren't really going at each other like it was, you know, the battle of the sexes or anything. My real question is, what was John's outfit? See, the thing about John is, he. I'm not exaggerating, this guy shows up to the tennis court in a full <laughs> insane fit, like looking incredible with the AirPods <laughs> on, on a call, and then proceeds to change into another tennis look while on the call. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I'm ready now. You know, like, no, no big deal. Like, just ready, ready to go. And, and it was, um, honestly, the whole thing was really inspiring. It was, it was really good to see him, but I, he played growing up. So he's, he's got a little bit of the, the action. I, I find that to be, I don't know if Jason and I talk about this a lot, but we find that to be kind of the separating factor. Yeah. Like if somebody played in their like formative years, they kind of have this baseline, no pun intended to, to start from nice one. that gives them this a little bit of an advantage. I don't know if you feel that when you're out there. 1000%. I mean, that's how I feel when I play Mads, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Chris, does that mean that you lost or it was not a competitive game? You guys are just bopping around. Oh, me and Teets? Oh, no, we were just bopping around. Mm -hmm. No, we were just bopping around. No, no, no. But then, Will, I mean, the thing about training with Mads that's so fun is that it's like he, he gamifies the whole thing. You know, so you're doing all these like pretty cardio intense drills, but it's like it's pretty fun. You, I mean, you've done it, Jason. You agree? Kind of like he makes a game out of this game. Damn. Damn. That's crazy, bro. He gamified the game of tennis. It's honestly probably where I sweat the most is at tennis, which is interesting because like the gym doesn't really like I don't I'm not a sweater in the gym, but at tennis it's great because Mads, you know, he lays all these different targets out across the court and then I'm like a five year old child that's locked in for the hour, you know? We talked about your we talked about your lack of sweating. It's interesting because Jason got <laughs> Jason got Botox in his armpits and he still sweats like a pig. I don't know how 
I don't know what the deal is with that, Jason. Do you? Do you- I'm glad. I actually have a, most of my um, notes that I have for our conversation, Kirsty, are about sweating. So, few things. <laughs> well, I'm not joking at all. This is not a bit. <laughs> well, I'm really glad because I'd rather that than morning routine questions. We don't care about your morning routine. Thank we you. We know you wake up at ten. You, you you have a shot of you have a shot of eight one eight. You and you fucking you know get your day started. Get your day started. We know what you're doing. We it's no secret to us. That is exactly it. It's either the eight one eight or some Mountain Dew Rise Energy hashtag ad. But you know it depends what day it is. <laughs> Mountain Dew Rise Energy. That sounds like it would give me cancer. But yeah, the whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. we don't talk about the brands. With like with, we don't use the c word okay chris with rise energy oh it's, you're right it's in the contract <laughs> hashtag rise nation anyway back to the sweating questions yeah what are your sweating questions jason okay so i'm doing uh, a cheeky dry july right now so i am uh about two weeks alcohol free hold for applause that's great <laughs> Thank you. Every journey begins with a step. So I have learned that during my drinking hiatus, my body odor has increased in in my sobriety, and I I, I don't really drink that much. I didn't. I wasn't drinking that much to begin with. I'm I'm not like an alcoholic or anything like that. Maybe like once or twice a week, I'll have some wine. But like, I've noticed that like my my sweat smells bad. Is that like a normal? Is that like toxins leaving? Yeah, it's a pretty normal response. Like it's a purging of sins, you know, that are kind of in there. But it is interesting that you're not much of a sins. I mean, if there's anything else you'd like to confess, you did say we have 45 minutes, so I'm all there. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just getting started. I've been a naughty boy. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's been a long (laughs) quarantine, guys. Um, But yeah, it is. It's interesting given that you don't drink too much and that you're noticing a considerable difference there. Over the course of my life, obviously consumed heaps of alcohol. So maybe it's just like decades old residual Jägermeister that is being purged from my system. I mean, the Jägermeister will do it to you. Thank God men don't buy women Jäger bombs at the bar anymore. Because just to be clear, that was never like a tasteful approach to a female. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I, I mean, I don't. No one wants to see a, a chick guzzling like that. That's not. <laughs> that's not. That, hey, you you put down the glass. You got a mustache. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's not nice. You know what is actually ironic about that statement? My long term boyfriend in New Zealand. That was the first drink he ever bought me when he tried to hit on me at a bar. And I remember, like, I did guzzle it, and then I told him to do better and walked off. Wow. This seems like a, a scene out of a Fast and Furious movie. We ended up dating for six years, but, you know, the Jaeger bomb, always, it's always not, not the best first step, guys. Those were very popular. So that <sighs> would be a bit of a trigger for you then. Hopefully a positive one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ironically, okay. you know... I'm seeing a German, so you know Jaeger is. Uh, oh yeah. Oh damn, yeah. that's part of the yeah. Damn, I didn't even think <laughs> about the, that. It's the cult. It's the culture. It's in their DNA. <laughs> that is the, that, that is their export. So Jason is so Jason's stinking because he's just let it's it's it could be built up, but it also could just be maybe he drinks more than he thinks he does. I think that feels like the culprit here. A little bit of that in play. Well, I, I do enjoy a cheeky sig though. Do you think that could be something other than me dying soon? I mean, let's hope that's not the case, but Good typically answer. it can be, yeah, like, you know, any sort of toxin related, which yes, cigarette smoke is going to play a part, alcohol for sure, but food is like really kind of one of the biggest ways we pummel our body. Mm. And Jason, although he's a food enthusiast, he does eat like shit. Um, <laughs> so uh, he eats too much and, and some of it, it leans into gross. And, you know, I didn't want this. I didn't want, I didn't want this to be an intervention, but it could turn into that if he doesn't you know put down the cheeseburgers you know what he's really got going for him is all that hype you know there's a lot of real estate to spread things out in so and that's been a blessing and a curse over my life because i could i could gain or lose 15 pounds and i don't know it either way you 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 know it but maybe other people i don't know i mean like i could i could gain 10 pounds dead ass i can gain, gain 10 pounds and i don't really look any differently but i guess i don't have like the level of like body dysmorphia narcissism that you have chris so i'm not <laughs> paying attention to it as much as you might be but <laughs> if god so lost 10 pounds or gained 10 pounds you would you would totally notice that and feel that right yeah i mean uh, for me it could 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 be uh, i could be you know on the spectrum there of being very sick probably if i lost 15 pounds but i think <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's also different too in terms of like gaining muscle and gaining fat, you know, or losing muscle and losing fat because that's where I really prefer like body fat as a metric over uh, weight yeah. per se. Like I actually never yeah. weigh myself unless I go to the doctor, mm-hmm. but um, it's never a fun experience typically for females. But also body fat's like a, a sticky one too because you can get really in your head about it and it can foster um, extreme body dysmorphias for people because you can cling on to certain numbers without really understanding how important that number is. And that's going to vary greatly for males and females. But I do prefer understanding body fat because then, you know, if you are being an athlete like Chris, where you're working out three times a day or, you know, doing more due diligence with strength training and trying to put on lean muscle, you're obviously going to put on weight because muscle's heavier. Mm-hmm. But you then have an understanding of you're shifting your ratios of how much muscle you're holding and how much fat you're holding in your body. So then you can, you can sensibly understand, Oh yeah, technically put on weight by the scales, but actually I've lost body fat. See this, this stuff, this is the part of, of my body that I just cannot be interested in. Like I cannot track calories. I cannot weigh myself. I cannot check my BMI. I just have no interest in it. I like that. You don't like that. I think it's healthy. But I also think it's like that's where the real data is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's where I think it's like it's good to have coaches and people that you check in with. Like it doesn't even have to be ridiculous all the time. You know, you could be like, hey, I want to do a seasonal check in and just see where I'm at or like program to program or something. Mm -hmm. And it really honestly depends on what your goals are. I'm actually pretty opposed to people tracking calories because I typically more often than not, you see it foster like an unhealthy obsession with food and change people's relationship with food. And the issue with, you know, restrictions or trying to hit all these things is you, you alter the way that your gut is kind of operating and the gut being like the second brain of the body. Like once it's Mm. starting to get upset, which it gets upset by anxiety, stress, all of those things, which are occurring when you're really counting and obsessing over things. Mm. So you can, you you can actually kind of be doing yourself a lot of like, you know, bad while you're intending to do good. So I, I mean, I really prefer people that like work out because they love to work out and they eat. I, I don't even talk about 80, 20 or anything like that. I talk more about intuitive eating and like really listening to your body without that sounding cringe, but like your body is literally giving you cues all the time, whether it be increased body odor or like, you know, um, different, different reactions, whether that be rash, whether it be muscle pain, different things, um, with digestion and it's cueing you into being like, Hey, I don't like that. And it's not always bad food. Like I know for me, like zucchini is an absolute no go. And you know, for let's kale. Zucchini, let me tell you guys something. Zucchini is off the fucking table. Okay, that I is, never want to see that on any menu. But for me, zucchini is a healthy vegetable that I enjoy eating. Yes. See, exactly. So it's like, that's what I mean. It's like, it's a little unknown. And I think it's really like, you got to be prepared to be on the journey of figuring out your body. And then knowing also that sort of changes, like when you're in your twenties, as opposed to your thirties and different stuff. Like I have some friends, like my best friend, Nikki, who is like so beautiful. She's um, in the beauty industry, insane skin, everything like incredible body. It's like fire festival meals every day. (laughs) Literally (laughs) the worst. (laughs) And her body looks better and better all the time. And so I'm like, you know what? Honestly, any of my advice is redundant to you because Fire Festival works for you. So how could you be friends with someone like that? I would, I can't deal. I love it. <laughs> I have friends like that too, but they're usually considerably younger than me. You know what I mean? That's like the, the old adage is like, yeah, when you're X, X age, you can do whatever. But like, it's, it's interesting to see someone that, that's like a peer that, that's behaving that way and, and there's no repercussions. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. And like, honestly, she just gets better and better as she's getting older. So I'm like, wow, I mean, but her whole thing is she's like so in tune with her body and at peace with her body. And and the moment she stopped clinging on to like being obsessive about stuff, she was like, wow, that was when everything like started to really like shine for me. Do you have an example of what a fire festival style meal <laughs> that just gets your blood boiling that she's eaten? Oh, okay. So some of my favorites, she'll get like some weird cured meats and like some olives and then some like, I hate cheese. An unpopular opinion, but I hate cheese. And then mm-hmm. it'll be in like a bagel or something or like a piece of bread, maybe more like an English muffin to- looking thing mm-hmm. that definitely looks like it might be off. A spoiled English muffin. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe some peanut butter with it or something. What? And then, <laughs> and then oh. she loves, it's so cute. She loves, you know, Cheerios, the cereal. 
but she like just eats it out of a bowl, like with no milk, a little bit. And I'm like, this is holy so- shit. Nikki is well, twisted. I mean, no wonder, no wonder she has such great skin. She's five years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is making a little bit more sense. Yeah, she just yeah. came out of the womb, so yeah. it's, it's there, there's no time for damage to be done, really. Yeah, it's honestly though, it's incredible. God, it's crazy. About about five minutes ago, you mentioned the eighty twenty. Is that like the the meat to fat ratio in the cheeseburger, or is that, are you talking about something completely different? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I would prefer all meat, no cheese in people's burgers. But um, yeah, eighty twenty, I think, is like it's one of those like really annoying statements you see people just like hash out all the time. You know, like those classic fitness talk and nutrition talk. Well, I don't know what the, what does that mean. Does that mean like eighty percent? healthy nutritious 80% of the time like yeah eating healthy and sort of being on your good schedule and 20% of the time having your sort of off moments again like Mm -hmm. it it all leans around that like cheat day cheat meals like stop calling it that like that's so backward it's just food you know Mm -hmm. like it's it's kind of it might be worse food or better food but at the end of the day it's food like it's not a cheat meal like we're really we're really exaggerating jason does actually subscribe to the 80 20 rule it's just reversed Oh, like the meaning. So, you know, one a couple a couple meals a week it's it's healthy, but then the other eighty percent, you know, he's having some some kind of you know, he's having a donut maybe. Um, mm-hmm. you know, some ice cream. No, Jason eats Jason for the amount of food Jason takes in, which is obviously a lot due to his his size and his love for the sport. I'm a food lover. It, it's pretty good. You're not. You don't eat that crazy. Actually, you know, I don't see you taking in a lot of cheese, TJ. I don't eat a ton of cheese. You're right. What's your beef with cheese, Kirsty? Is it just bad for the tummy? You know what is funny? Like I've just I, I have never liked cheese my whole life, and um, it, when I used to travel to America before I actually legally lived here. I'd always be here for work and we'd be on, you know, in New Orleans or something like that. And I remember having an outburst to Joe Holder one day and I go, what the fuck is with all the surprise cheese in food here? Like, <laughs> it literally doesn't even list it on the menu. It lists out every single thing that's going to be on your meal. So there's nothing about cheese. You're like, great, this looks awesome. And it comes, there's an apocalypse of cheese all over your food. So I call it surprise cheese because it is a surprise and an unwanted one. So every time, like, Joe and I, you know, see cheese, and we're like, oh, fucking surprise cheese again i try to stay away as well but i do enjoy a nice hard cheese from time to time a little parmigiano you know it's the least parmigiano. it's the least uh it's the least you know hard on the body from what i've been told yeah a little bit goes a long way and it's so you know it's just been aged so long it just does it's not even cheese at that point it's just kind of like petrified salt jason flavor. on the other, jason on the other hand is you know he's putting soft cheese in his coffee like it's a creamer <laughs> you know he really he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's a freak when it comes to dairy but jason also i mean i don't know if you know this about him it's kind of one of his brand pillars but he he's a big whole milk guy oh okay i'm not opposed to that i'm drinking a smoothie right now that has a bit of whole milk in it how does that make you feel chris i mean i'm fine with i i'm do do what you got to do i i do think though it's insane that the world has turned so far from from whole milk that now there's like a subsect of jason types that are embracing it not ironically it's it's the same thing as cigarettes chris the vaping comes through which is good point you know jewel is the same thing as macadamia nut milk Cashew milk, etc. All of your alternative milks. Oh my god! And then everyone's like, "This is it. This is the key. This is the answer." And then everyone's like, "Well, actually, you know, it takes 500 gallons per almond. Yeah. And there's actually a lot of calories in in cashews and blah. But it's not actually so healthy. And then people begin being like, you know, what? it wasn't so bad after all. If, if you get a great hormone-free, grass-fed, blah 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 bullshit milk, it comes back the same thing of like, you know, cigs aren't so bad compared to what." you know popcorn mm-hmm. lung or something that you might get from a vape yeah no i mean that's a good point but i mean what's your what's your milk intake like kirsty i mean so i grew up in new zealand on a farm mm. damn you really <laughs> are you're country as hell i didn't know that maybe that's why we get along because we're southern in our own ways you know so you grew up on the teat yeah i'm yeah you were <laughs> fresh milk from the cows mm, um light. no so i mean milk in general in new zealand and australia is like very different you know like our cows are living a pretty great life there and right. um, along <laughs> along with the humans <laughs> Um, this is but, not. This uh, podcast is not sponsored by the tourism board of New Zealand. I just no. I just want, yeah, especially fuck them because I can't even book in to get home for Christmas. It's really annoying. Fuck them. 
Yeah, exactly. Now we're back. Okay, yeah. we're back exactly. on track. This is, you know, so the cows we, we are happier. The ar- the arvos are that much better. Um, the yeah, eggs they are. are more yellow. Really are. Way more yellow. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick sick of this because we get you know we have an Australian friend, um, Yayo, who pushes this breakfast agenda on us, and then <laughs> oh yeah, he shows us the breakfast. I'm like, bro, this is fucking bread and eggs and avocado. It's not. I don't understand what you're saying is so much different or better. I mean, Australians aren't nearly as great as New Zealanders, first of all, but... Um, Shit. We all know that. We're the boutique version. You know, New Zealanders, <laughs> unfortunately, always get called Australian. Not one day in my life goes by where people don't go, this is Christy from Australia. I'm like, double fuck you. <laughs> it's, um, no. That is, that is a bummer. It's a bit of a bummer. Depending on my care level, I'll correct them, but typically I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be in this conversation anyway, so like, let me right, just, right. just keep it moving. But... But Australians are very, very patriotic about their breakfast. And yeah, a lot of it is avo toast. In this country, we're patriotic about our guns. So I guess it's maybe better to be patriotic about breakfast. It's definitely more innocent. You know, I mean, in New Zealand, we're patriotic about our, our grass pretty much. What? what? Like, like you, mean, you mean like grass on the ground? Yeah, we're like, how green is our gorgeous country? Like, look at this thing. It's it's a masterpiece. Damn, that's that's really low down on the things. I don't I know. I'm a grasshead. <laughs> I get it. Jason, do you connect to the earth? Do you do the barefoot thing? I do yeah, earthing every morning. Yeah, 20 minutes. What's it to you? No, no, no. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to... <laughs> I'm not surprised. I just want to make sure. So, but you're saying the breakfast, Chris? We only get one Earth. I, I take care of her. We, look, I love my mother too, Jason. Don't get it. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. But <laughs> you're saying the Australians. The specific thing that the Australians cling to is the avocado toast. Yeah, which personally, like, is is so annoying because people, you know, tag me in that all the time, and I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't eat bread because I'm celiac. But second, like, you know, if we're going to talk about breakfast, like, let's talk about breakfast. You know, let's mm. get some eggs in the mix. Let's get some spinach. Let's get avocado, spinach, heirloom tomatoes, yeah, spinach, spinach, Popeye. Chris, you don't like spinach? Come no, on. I love spinach, but with breakfast, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, I don't. Wait, you never have cooked spinach with breakfast? I've had it in, an, I've had it in. An an omelet but i've never had it like on the plate <laughs> yeah you can cook the spinach so good well i know you i know i know that you can cook spinach i'm aware of the preparation <laughs> I'm, like, I'm nervous i'm nervous here. I, no I'm, I'm aware i'm aware that you have to put it in a pan i just didn't know i didn't know that that was like so you would make eggs with avocado and and spinach yeah shredding you want to get shredded real quick? That's your, your secret right there. Yeah, because that, that's, look, let, let's get into it then. Cause I, I waited a whole 25 minutes before I could ask you what I need to do. Cause you know, <laughs> you've seen me and I'm getting closer than I ever have been. You know what I mean? But I think that, and I'm not eating anything. You know, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm not eating dessert anymore. I, yeah. I cut out my true, my true love. What is, what do I need to do to get over the hump? What I want to know, Chris, is you've done all this and how, how are you still fat? You know, like you don't, I don't drink. get, I don't get it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's why I'm asking her. Okay. <laughs> wait, let's just be real clear because fat's a stretch here. We I know. No, okay. I was absolutely joking when I said that Chris is. Yeah. Totally I was like, fat. I was like, what do you call Chris fat? I was like, no, no, Jason's fat and he's lashing out. Um, so That's right. it's, it's, I'm used to it. It's not a problem. So I'm a big old girl as a, as a person who's had abs since you could walk. I feel like <laughs> you're my, you're kind of my, you're my, you're my guiding light, my North star here. So <laughs> while I have you captive, while I have you captive, <laughs> you know, I need to get these free tips because if I don't look like Kaya in six months, what am I doing? You know, what's the, what is the point of all this? I mean, she actually might have the best abs I've ever got to work with. So that's been a fun time, but, um, really? we can, all, oh my God, she's got like what I'd call versatile abs. Like, go on. What, what does that mean? You know how some people just have like the solid six pack or some people get the line yeah. down their center or just obliques. I mean, she can have it all. She can have it all at one Damn. time. She can have them separately. Like, so if I'm a brand and booking someone, I would be booking her because that's what I call versatile abs. See, now you're making my goal even hard. Now I want versatile abs, not just regular. Because I have, you know, it's there. The, what's, but I, f- I feel like they always say it's in the kitchen, right? Isn't that what they say? They do. I mean, it's okay. But here's the thing I've learned definitely as I got older, um, given that I'm 65 now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> so there's a few things that are going to play a factor here that often aren't focused on. You do really need to understand that sleep is when most of your digestion is going to happen. So if your sleep's pretty trash, like that's a great. Oh, point. oh, sweetie, I'm, I'm getting 10 hours minimum. We're going oh, to bed wow. at 930, okay, great. getting up at 530 sleep is so that's not my problem. You got no issues there. Okay, good. 
Second thing, most people never understand where their hormones are at. I think hormones are like often used as like a scapegoat word for like people being in a bad mood or, you know, being like, oh, my hormones are off, whatever, blah, blah. It's a real thing. And it will cock block you from your results, whether you're a male or a female. So (laughs) understanding where they're at. And you can do that through a simple blood test and working with like a functional doctor can read that data for you really easily. And I definitely think it's one of the most beneficial things that people can do. You can, okay, you can well, Chris is an anti-vaxxer, so is there any way other than a no. blood test? He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't do needles or anything like that. You know, no, that's yeah. a, that's not true. I I will. I would love to add a doctor to my team, my traveling team, because I have a obviously a coach, tennis coach, yeah, psychi- psychiatrist, and then I think because I'm looking into blood doping as well. But we'll get to that later. So <laughs> so well, I have to so I have to <laughs> I watch my hormones. You, you just let me know what blood type you are because um, a positive over here. So. Mm. Mm, we could do okay I, I like that you're looking to make a little extra cash i see <laughs> I, 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 I like that you're an enterprising woman yeah i sell blood i sell my blood on the black market yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes so, so what so what what else should i be looking what else should i be doing so when you you can get a blood test done and i actually like if possible i love to get people to also do a test this is amazing test you can do called the dutch plus test where you have to collect it's really sexy urine samples and saliva okay. samples across the space of a day or two days, depending on which one you do. It's funny because there's like... urine samples and what else? um, Urine and saliva. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah. No problem. Jason does that. Jason does that every week for his probation officer. So that's no big deal. So it's easy for him. (laughs) Yeah. He's used to it. You do not have to go as far as doing a stool test. Some people love to do that. Um, But then basically you can compare the data from your blood test and the urine and saliva results to really look at where your cortisol is sitting. And that's really important Mm. because cortisol is like obviously a stress factor, right? But you need a certain amount of cortisol because your body needs that stress response to like, that's what actually wakes you up in the morning. That's why people talk about not drinking coffee too soon because you disrupt the natural cortisol rise that you have in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, trying to push your first coffee till 10 a.m., which absolutely I do not do. And I'm inhaling it at like 630 a.m. But yeah, me know. too. I roll over and sip the mud. So I'm, I'm concerned. I look Same. my life. Let's be honest. My life is pretty low stress, but he is always stressed out. A- am I? I think that a lot of us have just without realizing have become so accustomed to this interesting pace of lifestyle and, and intensity of lifestyle that even when we mm. think we're not doing much, like, we're still shifted so far along the spectrum of what was kind of normal. And so you could be having all these different things going on in your body that you're just, you think is normal, right? It's kind of like when you're in New York and you're all, you almost think it's normal that you're so tired because everyone is so tired. Um, Mm. But Mm. it's so anyway, to the point you want to check your cortisol you want to see what's happening like because if cortisol is off, you're likely having adrenal function dysfunction and then you can be affecting your thyroid, which is the really important part because thyroid is um, what's going to control what's happening with weight, right? So if your thyroid gets slightly underactive, you're going to be holding more weight and mm-hmm. your thyroid can get so easily taken out if you are, especially let's say if you're a female and you hit like what we call low energy availability where you're not fueling your body enough for the training or the lifestyle that you're leading and you think you're doing a good thing because you might be following a certain type of uh, nutrition protocol, but you can just be shortchanging your body, similar with men. And then your hormones can start to get hit without you realizing. And then it's going to take adrenals and cortisol. And then next thing to go is going to be your thyroid. Once thyroid stops functioning as well as we need it to, that's when you're going to really notice your body holding. Oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. That's worse than Coke bloat. It is. It is. <laughs> that's when the Bottegas start fitting a little tight. Yeah, that's yeah, that's when the Levi's can't get over exactly. my thighs. Exactly. And it sounds yeah. It sounds stupid and maybe too technical, but it's happening to so many people. So that's why I always say to people like, yo, if you can just get a blood test, even if you're not gonna do the other stuff, like get some of these markers checked, you're gonna get so much information about your body and you can make mm. quick changes and you're gonna feel dramatically better. So yeah, good advice. That's one thing I would suggest. Um, aside from, cause you're already working out. I've seen you in the gym. You move well, you're active. You want to be there. That's right. I do. That's the only thing I want to do really sadly. That's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm tr- talking to you. I want to see how much knowledge I can gain so I can try to get your job. You know, I'm trying to become my final form. My final form <laughs> is trainer. I've realized. I mean, you know, I'm so. available for replacement. So, you know, we could, we could do a trade. 
I could take over the podcast and you could take my job. It's like the blue man group. There's like 50 of them. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah, knows no one, the yeah I'm, I'm the blue man of this podcast. It doesn't matter. It's just so, somebody can come sit in here and no one cares. <laughs> but I think that the other, <laughs> the other thing that people get caught up on, though, I feel like is, is, and I've talked to a few trainers about this, is that like it ain't about, you could do a million sit-ups. That ain't really what the trick is. Yeah. See, and I need that confirmed by professionals. So exercise-wise, obviously, this there's so much stuff that goes into account here, but exercise-wise, what is the – because, you know, I, I've done a lot of, like, oblique work. I was telling you, I was doing a lot of oblique work in New York with Mike, and I could really feel that. But, like, is there is there stuff – is there exercises that people are skipping over because they don't think they're helping the core? Oh, my God, all the time. It's like people don't even want to activate or, like, do mobility without realizing that those are the two biggest things that really, like, mm. turn your body on for everything else you're doing because like if I'm just running into the gym and I'm like all right I'm gonna hit my squats I'm gonna do like pull-ups I'm gonna do whatever but I don't bother to like kind of get my body ready like yeah I can get some work done and some effect from those movement patterns but I'm not gonna get like majority of the work that I want and move as well as I want to without taking what an extra five to ten minutes to warm up and activate like Mm -hmm. it's just you know, we get so arrogant with our time, but then we like sit on our phones all day, like trolling Instagram. I'm like, what? That doesn't don't, make sense. Don't come for me. Don't come for but, me. But, you I know. mean, we all do it. We all do it. Mm-hmm. Trust me. So I think it's more about like, you know, I love putting things in. I call it surprise abs all the time, which is like surprise abs is so much better than surprise cheese. <laughs> God damn surprise it. abs, right. You know, it's happening through things like stability and like, yeah. you know, like people never think about how much your core is working through stability. You're like balancing on one leg, doing something. I might have you in a hinge pattern, reaching your arms out. Yeah. All you're really going to feel is like one glute hamstring and your abs like crazy. And that's, what I would rather see people doing than, you know, million sit-ups, cranking their neck and like slapping their spine on the ground. And, mm. you know, I mean, I love, I'm a huge fan of Pilates for everyone. Yeah. So Jason had a pretty bad injury. Um, okay. what, what was that, Jason? Like six months ago? Yeah. Something like that. He was having his, his, but he's, he's kind of rehabbed his knee, you know, through, but, but one thing that I've, I've seen him really, you know, adhere to is what you're saying is that warm up time. Yeah. Like he, if we get to the tennis court, he's going to take an extra 15 minutes and like do his thing that he needs to do to make sure he feels good and his body feels warm. Yeah. I'm a mobility slut now. I have, I actually, oh, I, have wow. to sp- I probably spend an hour every day just, just getting that going. Dude, I love that. Honestly, also, I might steal that term, mobility slut. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm into that. Like, if I'm going to be a slut, let me be a mobility slut or a coffee slut. I'm sucking dick. I have a car. I'll go wherever I need to go. He'll put a rubber band around any part of his body if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got some of those voodoo voodoo bands. Have you seen these? No, not the voodoo ones. Kirsty, have you seen voodoo? Explain what these are, Jason, because no one's seen these except you and he learned about them from Stevie Oki's Instagram. So I'm a little I'm a little skeptical. Okay, there's this there's a fitness product brand called Rogue Fitness. Have you heard of those ones, guys? Oh yes, love them. Okay, great, great. Yeah, they're great. So it's like a it's a band that it's kind of resembles I, I haven't used them yet. I'm just from what I've seen online, but it's like a like a thick rubber band, like the material of a resistance band, but okay. it's like a seven or eight foot long strap of it. So it's not like a it's not like a rubber band loop. It's just a flat one, and then whatever area your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, whatever it is that's giving you trouble, you wrap it super super tight with this around that area, and then you just kind of do stuff. You know, just you just kind of move it around. Oh, I'm Googling it as you're speaking about it. That's so interesting. It sque- squeezes all the blood, like kind of squeezes all the old blood out of the area and forces new blood to come in. And then when you have it really tight on there and you move it around, it's almost like giving yourself a deep tissue massage. It kind of like separates the, the fascia, breaks up the scar tissueing stuff. Yeah, cool. Uh, I don't know if it works or not yet. I, I literally came in the mail right before we started recording. So I'll give you guys a full report. But I mean, I love anything that you can be doing like that. Like I've got toe straighteners in right now, guys. It's sexy over you here. You got what in? Toe straighteners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I know what you're talking about. The thing, they, they like yoga toes. They, yeah. It goes like, all, yeah. How good does that feel? Because oh I've, I've looked into this. this. They're important. Like, I mean... I also have knee issues. Um, I actually broke my knee. Motocross was my sport, like, growing up. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) You guys have me. Wait, hold on. Did your dad build you, like, jumps and shit? So here's the funny thing. So my dad lives in the city in New Zealand, and my mom lives on – we used to have a farm. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You guys got cities there? (laughs) Yeah. Believe it or not, we have cities. 
And then my That's mom, crazy. my mom lives in the country and she lived on a farm, which got converted into a golf course. So before it was a golf course, we had like, we could ride all over the property with our bikes and like jump, do whatever we wanted. And we would, there's also a ton of tracks out where we live. So it's like a great, you know, it's fun. My brother and I were just letting rip all the time, but one day we actually collided and he ran over my knee. Shit. <laughs> yeah. How old, how old were you? 12. And then, so we were like, you know what? Let's just not say anything to mom and dad. And then by the time I was like <laughs> 14, I've been playing competitive water polo for years, just like mincing my knee down, like completely making it worse with all the egg beating in the pool. And then I just got to the point where I would just keep falling over all the time. And I'm not like an uncoordinated human. <laughs> so I finally go for an x-ray one day and the doctor was just like, I, honestly, I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't, I don't know what has happened in here. Your leg's been broken for four years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's to just, tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's shit everywhere. He's like, this has not been in pain. I was like, yeah, but you know, like I like sports or whatever. I kept playing. So then the joke was on me because then I was on crutches for four months when I was 15, which is not super fun when you're trying to go to parties, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm huge on mobility. And I think you can always tell anyone that's had an injury because you'll see them taking that due diligence and time to warm up and stuff. And like, you know, honestly, the, the surprise abs component of mobility and activation is crazy. And glutes. Like if you want your crispiest glutes and really like polished <laughs> abs, like you're going to be doing your mobility and you're going to feel it. Like I promise you. Damn. So Jason's on the right track. So in like two to three years, maybe we'll see an ab, Jason. We, we might glutes. go as far as calling Jason an athlete right now. <laughs> Jason, Jason is an athlete. I wouldn't say he's coordinated, but I would say that, you know, I consider him to be an athlete. He can't run, you know? You know, running's not everything. It's not for everyone. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think Jason should get into motocross. Now I've found a new sport for him. I think that's more his, you know, I think he needs the the, the gas power to really make it go. I've always wanted yeah, to fun. do that, but I know I'm just going to die real quick. You know, <laughs> something's going to happen. It, it does look. Wait, so you play, hold on, you played water polo in high school? Uh, yeah, that was one of my major sports. Do they have a different name for it over there? Just curious. No, we don't, but... We typically have, have different names for most things. You know, I've got to stop yeah. using the words Commodore and Capsicum because people are getting really confused when I'm What the fuck does that mean? No, so like Komoda is like sweet potato, like Japanese sweet potato. Then Capsicum is like a pepper, like a bell pepper. Oh, so you guys are just making shit up. And you, you, I mean, you're, you guys are just pulling it out of the air. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Well, you just said, you said egg beater. And I believe that means treading water. Yes. Yeah. But you're treading water with like a really circular kind of exaggerated motion where you're like, so you're sort of, you know how they, the water polo players like sort of stay up a little bit more out yeah. of the pool to like, it's kind of creepy. You're like a prey mantis in the pool. You know, you're like, what's going on? Like water play, water polo players are hot. They're nice and broad. Just how I like them. Really? Okay. See, that's, that's the funny thing too. Cause I remember when I broke my knee, I was so sad, like in my recovery and was like, Oh, I, I can't play. And then they never said the way that they put the pins in my knee that I wouldn't be able to move my leg like that anymore. And so I jumped in the pool thinking I'd be playing again. And then I was like, oh, never again. But I'm actually pretty lucky at the time that I quit because it that's where it's really like around that age for people. That's where you're defining kind of that body shape. And once you go really broad from swimming, you, you stay broad. Damn. Well, if I then I that's why I fucked up, because if you're defining my body shape at 15, I look like Humpty Dumpty. So that ain't going <laughs> to that ain't, I ain't do myself any favor. Now we're talking. Chris, I didn't Chris, I didn't know you like them broad. This is new information for me. <laughs> Well, fellas, yeah, I like, yeah, I mean, like, I think oh, okay, well, for fellas. Wa water polo is also not a that that's like a not a sport really in America. I mean, it, it's like it's like very waspy, like East Coast. Yeah, you know, it's not like I didn't know people. It's like yeah. having surf teams in California in high school. That's like crazy if you don't live. My here. high school yeah. had a surf team and a water polo team. Water polo team known for having the biggest dicks. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how, but yeah, because because like you get the yearbook photo. And the surf team, it's like everyone is wearing their board shorts and stuff. And the football team, you got a cup on. But the water polo team, it's just you and a Speedo. So It really is. I don't need to tell God so this. She knows it all. Yeah, I know. Because we used to have to play boys in water polo. Because my school was really competitive. So they thought it was good to make. I went to an all-girls private school. But they made us um, play men all the time. That's a Kiwi spirit. What else did you do in high school? Were you taking acid and rolling around the grass? Or were you too focused on your... <laughs> 
Were you too focused on your athletic career? I I mean, you know, there's a fair amount of weed that grows in New Zealand. Um, but mm. I mean, I definitely loved my sport. So that's known always, for your grass. That, you yeah, yes. Yeah. So that always kept me focused. We play a sport down there called netball. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know of it. It's, 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 we call it tennis here. <laughs> is it like handball? Is it similar? No, it's more like you would more compare it to like basketball where the sense you have hoops um, and uh-huh. but you have seven players. You can't run with the ball. You can't bounce the ball. You have strict zones that you can go in. So you can't go everywhere across the court. Only two people can shoot. What? And you can't. That sounds you, hard. Is this a prison game? Yeah, this does sound like prison. This does <laughs> sound like prison. You can't contact yeah. other players. Like you can't touch them. So you have to defend, but without being within a certain range. So it's this like. sounds like a Christian. Now this is a Christian jail game. <laughs> Wait, even if you ask for consent? <laughs> <laughs> yes, even if you ask for consent. So it's kind of like. You got to be as like sneaky kind of as you can to like get away with stuff. Honestly, I've been really wanting to start a social netball team in LA. So maybe you guys will be on the team. You could, be, I could really use the height. I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm down to support the cause. You guys would, you guys would look incredible in a skirt too. I'm just going to say. I've been known to wear a skirt. Um, and we're going to get Jason in one soon. Um, a, a Tom Brown, a gray Tom Brown for Jason. Um, mm-hmm. because they, you know, that only the best. Well, they dress, well, they dress so many basketball players, they have his size. It's you know true. What I mean? It's kind it's of like true. it's around. So, you, but you wear a skirt when you play netball. Yeah, me and LeBron have the same body. Or you wear a top. Uh, sorry, a dress, like a netball dress. What? Okay, cute. Like outdoor voices <laughs> vibes. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the sport dress. Oh, I get it. Okay, cool. Uh, wh- what is the what is the scoring system? Like, is are there threes? Is it twos only? Is it ones? What do we? <laughs> yeah, it's just ones, just shooting. And what do you go? What do you go to? Or is it timed? It's timed. This sounds fucking weird. I'm gonna have to look this up on on YouTube when we finish because I thought you guys. Other, I thought you guys. Yeah. Just like listen to Tame Impala, smoked weed, and played rugby. I, I mean, didn't know you did. That's very accurate description, to be honest. But yeah, we love our rugby. We love netball. We love cricket. Cricket is very chic. I like the uh, the fire and ice of. You have rugby, which is nothing but touching. Yeah. And then <laughs> then you have netball, no touching allowed. So it's a look. Yeah. It's kind of like edging, you know. Yeah. It's. It is you're really showing true. what you're into, if you know what I'm saying, by, by the sport that you choose. It's true. You touch when I say you could touch, you know, that kind of stuff. I've, I watched, I've watched a little cricket in my time, and I'm, it's just, I'm, I think when you grow up in America, specifically playing baseball, you're hardwired to follow through. Yes. And cri- cricket, they're just making contact and kind of pointing, pointing the ball where they want it to go. It's a very, that, that would be very hard to shake. It's on America. Yeah. It's un-American, uh, of course, like many things, unfortunately. Well, I, yeah, it's also like, I mean, to be fair, like when I was growing up, you would go to the cricket and you would take something that was called like a goon sack, which is like a, um, <laughs> a big thing of cheap wine. And you would all, like people were just getting wasted in the stands, you know, in the sun and like you'd be there for hours. And now I'm like, honestly, that sounds horrible. Goon sack is one of the coolest terms I've ever heard in my fucking life. And you're saying that goon sack is just like basically a big jug of like convenience store wine. It's a plastic bag. Yeah, it's like a bag. Oh, it's an actual it's like a bag. bag that comes inside like a, a cardboard box kind of thing. And it's got a little tap on it that you can take. Okay. Oh, okay. You, okay, you okay. can take it out of the box. You you remove the bladder from the boxed wine. Yeah. But you could also put other stuff in there too. I, I've, I've seen, you know, you could spike the punch. Why the have you had one of those? Because I've, uh, I've done a lot of Australia DJing, you know, I've been over there and DJed over there and it was, it was a thing that people down under who are of the party persuasion or, you know, it's just like doing a shoey, you know, God so knows about that, right? Actually, it was funny because I didn't at first know. And Nikki, Fire Festival, Nikki was the one that educated me on the shoey. She was like, you know what your people are doing? I was like, this thing. I was like, you know, Kiwis were a very intelligent bunch. You know, we like to we like to do things differently. Sounds like it. Chris, you know what a shoey is? I think it's 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 drinking alcohol out of a shoe. That's right, Chris. That's right. <laughs> okay, so I'm not as dumb as I look. Honestly, but- that was a great guess, though, because I wouldn't have known. Why would you do that, though? Like, why would... Why? That's the, my question. Because you have to prove that you're that much of a potty animal. Oh, I see. It's just like, I'm so twisted. I don't give a fuck. I don't have a cup. I'm going to just pour it into yeah, the yeah, shoe. Yeah. My own stinky, sweaty shoe. Isn't that gross? It's disgusting. It's really gross. But I'm also like, I wouldn't want to like, one, I don't want to drink out of my shoe, but I also don't want to ruin my shoe. <laughs> That's my number one thing is footwear maintenance. Like, I can't. Do you want to be the king of partying or not? There's called <laughs> sacrifices that have to be made, guys. 
Yes. I don't want to. I cannot stain my Louboutins with Merlot. I'm not a. I'm not a monster. I mean, you were wearing some very snazzy shoes when I saw you in the weekend, actually. Yeah, I love footwear. You know, it's probably my number one passion. Um, as far <laughs> as well, if I'm if I'm choosing an item of clothing, I'm I'm footwear forward. Those were a Dries snakeskin loafer. I, I just have always been a shoe person. Like since I was like in high school, I've always bought a lot of shoes, but but not like a sneaker head really ever. But I did have a lot of dunks, unfortunately. Unfortunately, Jason, because of his stature, he does struggle in the footwear department. It's something that I kind of feel bad about when I'm stunting in my in my shoes that Jason can't participate. Really, don't feel bad for stunting, Chris. I make up for it in other ways. Okay, I, I'm glad that you. If you feel confident, then I have confidence in you. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I did notice that. I noticed that on your very popular Instagram account that you are hitting the beach. I love that about you because everyone else I know here does not go to the beach, like literally ever. The beach is like one of the main reasons to live here. You know. Yeah, but the driving you know it's an hour yeah but you just get a car that you like driving and you like blossom travis or whatever you're into and you, <laughs> next day you're at the beach travis the 90s brit pop band or travis scott i think she meant travis the 90s brit pop band she knew her audience Probably, yeah. I get it. jason make sure you make sure you put a travis song at the end of this episode. <laughs> please it would only be appropriate God, if I could pick it'll be the first time it'll be the first time kirstie's ever heard one i will request that nike put a travis song then in my next workout that comes out now that we have workouts on the uh, music on the app what is the response from the app like when new shit drops or people just after you like telling you how much they love it telling you they love doing it like is that like a big i feel like people are trying to communicate once they do the workout it feels personal yeah there's definitely like like dms are a tough time because oh i bet they are sister. <laughs> no, actually thankfully like i've got a pretty respectful audience because i think i have like very much bro energy you know like i'm not god really- that's nice you know who does you know who doesn't have a respectful audience us <laughs> Um, so yeah, I apologize for putting you in, in, in the, in front of the firing squad, but, um, I love a little bit of, you know, like riffraff, like let's go at it. Like, you know, I, mm. one of my favorite things is when people get sarcastic, I'm like, Oh, you want to dance bitch? Let's go. Like, come on. There we go. Like, I'm a double fireside baby. Like, give me what you got. But, um, <laughs> the, yeah, the NTC thing, like people, I think over quarantine, especially like more so people were going through my programs that are on the apps. And I think that's when you get like a lot of response from people because they're really spending six weeks with you. Yeah. Whereas now we only drop classes on the app. So it's. um. Well, honestly, though, I, I got to say it, that stuff's pretty. It, it's so crazy to me because it's good. And it's like for most people, that's as good as it needs to be as far as like yeah. taking the step to hiring a personal trainer. But there is something just totally different about a person like somebody actually watching you. Yeah. And, and it's 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 crazy because like these these like mirrors and shit that are coming out. Yeah. I'm like, that's guys, you're paying two thousand dollars for NTC. Yeah, it's the basically. Same shit. It's the same. I shit. agree. If you can't get if you can't get feedback, then it's like it, it's it's the same thing to me. I, I, and that's the difference, too. It's like you can cue all that you want on a video guided workout, but people are going to think that they're in the right position and they're typically not, you know, and that's just all of us. So, you know, like I have. I would like to have trainers for certain things as well, you know, because I want that feedback as well. But like, we actually have this joke at the undefeated gym, like all the guys give me shit there because they're like, you literally are like on top of your clients. Like they they don't have a second that they're not being watched. You're like, nope, nope. Like tweaking everything. Yeah. That's the fucking point. That's the whole point. I'm like, I'm I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is what I'm getting paid to do. But like, you know, that's, that's the thing too. I'm like, yo, if you're in here with me, like we're working. Like, and we're taking it seriously. And you hear that, Jason? <laughs> we're not here to pussyfoot around. No, we are exactly. not. Like, I will tell you to no. redo things. I will not count reps that I don't like. And, you know, it's, shit. That's the point. I like, like that. Yeah. That's, that's real. That's real mean teacher shit. Like, we ain't counting those 10 that you did because that shit wasn't right. I like that a lot. That's for, that's foreplay for Chris. That, yeah. That, yeah, it is. I want to be told I'm bad. Yeah. I should probably do it again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's it's that coaching response, you know, you kind of want to be like egged on like I like being challenged. So like, that's why I also like need trainers too that are going to be like, no, do that again. And like, not just to be a dick or a drill sergeant, but just to be like, you know how to do it right. So do it right. Like that wasn't right. 
I think we need to have a how long gone, you know, one on two because I just I haven't seen Jason in a true fitness setting in in what seems like years. We play a lot of tennis, but I haven't seen Jason, you know, be forced to really rep out some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll schedule it. We'll just just send us your Zell info and we'll let us know however <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. All right, you guys play. get you guys gonna be locked in. You know the location. You know. I, I know the location, and again, if if it and just just you know if it happens to work out that it's like we're either before or after Kaya just that'd be oh, cool. yeah. uh, you know just scheduling <laughs> scheduling wise for us I, I just you know I just you, you've said all this stuff about how great she looks so I just want to see it's more like checking your work really <laughs> is kind of how I'm is kind of how I'm viewing it as soon as we're done could you just text Kaya and just let her know that I'm still working through a knee injury so I'm not at 100% right now yeah I'll, I'll, yeah J- Jason's <laughs> thing actually Kirsty is is the Turkish get up he's for for a man of his size he's very good at the Turkish get up with a nice heavy kettlebell we need to send him to go do some work with Nelly. I, I agree I th- that's the thing Jason I think in Undefeated you'd be because those guys are really on their shit with that stuff and I think it would be inspiring for you to be around other bell heads bell boys yeah me action Bronson <laughs> Bronsolino action Bronson has been in there a lot recently like swinging clubs around there's a lot of like loud <laughs> groans and things going on and I'm like excuse me I'm training some petite ladies I thought my BO was bad just imagine what Bronson you know <laughs> yeah. all that Uncle action Polly's Bro- sweating out yeah action Bronson's a poly I got poly juice on my eyebrow uh, action Bronson smells like old Carhartt when he starts working out so that's gonna oh be oh my god old God is such a distinct sense <laughs> he's lost he's lost lost a lot of weight it's really impressive yeah. like the whole thing is is really crazy and i i think that that is um i i feel like though that's getting getting more common where people in those positions i think just get fed up and realize they have the money and the time and they want to do it and it just becomes like that's where they put all their energy i mean i actually think that would be the best part about like being rich and having access to money like totally. that is to like employ like basically it should be impossible for you to not be healthy because you could have you know, all the experts you need on hand, but you then you just see a lot of these people just go blast their money in Mykonos, you know, well, and do the same thing every year on the boat and whatnot. Well, speaking of Bronson, what are your, what are your thoughts on, on using THC and, uh, <laughs> are you kidding? I saw, I saw Kirsty hitting the backwoods before workout. She was out in the, <laughs> She was out in the parking lot blowing one down solo, Jason. What do you mean, dude? The only thing for me with THC and stuff like that is like, I understand why a lot of the time, like athletes kind of what need to use certain things to like shut things down because they're so mentally geared in, like even if their body is physically tired and the, the stress that they're under, like I think it is really difficult to conquer the sleep. Um, especially when you're like your, your body is so finely tuned in so many things, but like that actually often makes it much harder to sleep. Like really healthy people don't also, often have like great sleep hygiene you know i don't care how much recess you're drinking (laughs) i always mess it up with gummies though sometimes you know when you have a little bit too much and you're like oh no here it is i'm going sideways and you're like someone's in the house oh my god Um, (laughs) but (laughs) i'm i'm a big fan of really using like if you get like a strong topical like more so like probably like a cbd and sometimes like cbg type bomb Mm -hmm. shout out to weed sport yeah, like there's a lot of great companies out there doing stuff. I actually, um, I personally really love No Bias. A system have an incredible roll-on that I use with all my clients, and it's insane. They got sexy packaging too. Gorgeous packaging, very bougie. Um, but it's That's it's nice. incredible. It's really good. But um, okay, I well, what I'm talking about literally like how Action Bronson like hits a dab rig and then go does <laughs> and does like four thousand. He does. No, he he works out, and, and like a lot of basketball players have admitted that they've been. You know, playing in like playoff tournament games, stoned out of their mind. Like a lot of people are talking about the benefits of running while on an edible or things like that. Like, I mean, I know people that have um, run marathons on an edible, which sounds honestly terrible to me, but I'm wondering if it just helps them kind of compartmentalize the pain yeah. a little bit and just sort of switch off, you know, and kind of go into an autopilot mode. I'm, I'm personally, I like to rely on myself and I kind of like, mentally working through like that resistance, you know, when you're feeling tired and stuff. However, athletes, I cannot even imagine what they're going through, especially like, you know, their schedules are crazy. Um, They're traveling and training all the time. So I think what works for them. Yeah. But then it's hard if that's a big part of their routine. And then it comes down to certain things where they're going to get tested. You know, you can see the issues going on with the upcoming Olympics and Mm -hmm. then, then it becomes hard if that's a really big part of their routine 
then that's something they rely on. And then if it needs to be removed, I wonder that that's yeah, what I want, do, yeah, it's gonna, fucks everything up. It's going to fuck it up. I so. mean, yeah, like you, like you said, when people are so dialed in, it's like you, you move one thing. It could, it could, you know, the whole house of cards could crumble. Can't treat it as a safety net. Because one day that net's going to snap. Sure is. Okay, well, you, you just mentioned Nike. Why does Nike Dry Fit make me s- smell worse and get <laughs> even more wet than just wearing a cotton t-shirt? This is, I've always, I love, I love Dry Fit. You know, I love it's, the socks, you know, things like that. But if you I love if, the socks, the socks are great. If you're wearing like the, the, the shiny, like Drake style Nike pro short sleeve t-shirt thingy or whatever, and it has like this pro lining, blah, blah, blah. And it costs all this money. I sweat way more in it and it is so not dry at all. What, what is the point of it? I've talked to Chris about this. He can't answer it. Maybe you can. It's honestly, I can't, it's a great question. And I do, I hear you on that. It makes people smell. Yeah. And you can't wash it out. Like with a, what with it's just- guys, it's, I can answer this very simple question, guys. It's because it's a synthetic material and cotton is a natural material. No, no, I understand the science, but I'm saying why use it then if it's inferior? Cause it looks fly, bro. Cause I want to come out looking like fucking Batman. You know what I'm saying? I want to be, <laughs> I'm knocked to, I'm knocked it down to the toes, boy. You already know. We have like when we play tennis, we have a wrist band, sweat band on our a forehead, on our wrist. And that's meant to absorb the sweat and keep it off our body. The, the dry fit, it just smears the sweat all over <laughs> my body. It makes you kind of cold and wet. You know, that's how you get pneumonia, Chris. I, I do see what you're saying. I don't wear it as much. As, I mean, I wear the, I think that the, for me, the shorts are more important than the top. Of course. Of course. You know what is up, honestly, I think is really great. And the material is insane is everything from the Nike yoga collection is incredible. Oh, hot tip. And the men's stuff is actually better. On sale at essence.com. Is it, is it, is it, um, is yeah. it lighter or is it, is it cotton? It's, it's more cotton and it's like, it's beautiful material and it's soft and it's really chic and it like, like flows nicely and like you can definitely wear it for like other sport. Like I would wear the Nike yoga shorts if I was a guy for tennis. The um the tanks are like you you know you're gonna have the arms out popping. Yeah, you well you know Jason well. Jason loves to have his arms out. <laughs> if the titties is popping a little bit, I'm not gonna complain. You know. Yeah, we love a Jason side boob on the court. He that's how he distracts me on the yeah, court. That's what he does. For sure. I yeah that's that's a good tip, Jason. Go hit the go hit the essence sale for the Nike okay. yoga. I just need to see if the uh, the the Nike yoga shorts have pockets for all my tennis balls they definitely do yeah it's they a do, funny thing you gotta sure. check for the pockets these days oh I, my gosh i've played tennis so many times without like thinking to wear shorts with pockets or like the skirt where you can actually tuck it into the shorts and it's so annoying i'd go home and change nobody said this was an easy life guys nobody said this is easy kirsty thank you for joining us guys thank you so much for the laughs of course i'm gonna go to the doctor and get my blood work done and i'll, I'll check you in three months and i'm never gonna wear a shirt again <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah, Kirsten, you, can you recommend a place for us? You can do it offline of where to go get yeah. this blood work done. I am yeah, quite I'll curious. link you with my functional doctor. He's incredible. Jason, this is going to be a how long gone expense. We're going to do this together for content purposes. I think that's a good idea. I can't wait to see the transformation, guys. And also, we'll we'll capture the workout, too, just so all your fans and critics at home can see the work going in in the gym. I would like that. I would like that a lot. Um, I would like that a lot. But it's good. It's good to talk to you and and tell people where they can find you on on Instagram. I'm doing things usually going upside down and making smoothies on at Kirsty Godso, not to be mistaken with Christy. It's K I R S T Y G O D S O. Damn, she spelled that shit out. I N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that? I'm like you already know. You already know what time it is. It's just not Christy. I understand. I understand. Um. Thank you for joining us, Kirsty. Uh, guys, go follow her. Go check her workouts on the NTC app, wherever you uh, get apps. And um, we will we will talk to you soon. You guys are amazing. Stay weird.
sun is shining. I can't.